0: Welcome, everyone, to a special Brucey bonus edition, thank you, OSW Review, of the Fretzelmania podcast here on Anchor.fm. Later this month, on the 20 Bell Salute, my uh, Patreon show on the Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon, I will be covering Survivor Series 1999, as it is November, and the 20 Bell Salute is a review of wrestling 20 years ago, but as well as notable video games, TV, movies, music releases. So, if you want to hear that, follow the Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon, or the Fretzelmania feed on iTunes, as it usually also winds up there. So, Survivor Series 1999, we are aware, you're all aware by now, that Stone Cold Steve Austin had to be written off because his neck problems were catching up to him and had to go get surgery. Uh, Of course, this stemmed from the uh, the pile driver accident at SummerSlam 1997. Uh, I don't think he really got the proper treatment that he needed back then uh, because, well, he was white hot. He was getting to be the top baby face in the company, to be the hottest thing arguably in the entire wrestling industry. So, so Steve Austin was run over by a mystery assailant in the parking lot backstage at Survivor Series, because he just couldn't perform that night. What was supposed to be was a dream match to end all dream matches, a triple threat between WWE champion Triple H, The Rock, and Steve Austin. And we all know that since Austin couldn't perform that night, he was replaced by The Big Show, who won the title that night, just days after kayfabe burying his father in that memorable and unintentionally hilarious Big Boss Man Behaving Badly Thank You Attitude Era podcast uh, segment where uh, the Big Boss Man interrupted the Big Show's dad's funeral and the Big Show... uh, you know, chasing him down. Uh, the dad's coffin was hitched to the paddy wagon. And Big Show held on for dear life before rolling off and doing a big flip and landing on his Big Show head. So, what we got out of this seemingly intriguing wrestling angle, one of the most intriguing whodunit angles in wrestling history it turned out to be a giant flop. Well, Rikishi initially confessed that he did it for The Rock. Um, I don't know, because Samoan Dynasty reasons, family reasons. I think it was actually referenced during this view that Rikishi and The Rock are related. So, of course, this was all a ruse manufactured by Triple H leading to their blow off three stages of Hell match which was awesome but Triple H one so here's how I would do it I have two I have two different scenarios in one scenario involves pure fantasy because it involves the death of Owen Hart not taking place. Uh, and if anyone had been following me since my WordPress days, although I'm still updating my Fretzelmania WordPress site occasionally, um, I did a thing where I would rebook if Owen Hart didn't die. Now, Owen Hart was Mr. Fretz's favorite wrestler. Um, uh, so I had to write a big tribute for him and my two part Owen Hart tribute podcast series earlier this year on the 20th anniversary of his tragic death are two of my most listened to episodes ever. And I thank everyone for that. And in one, in one of them, I paid tribute to him in his best moments, his best matches, his pranks. And in another I uh, fantasy booked if he had lived if he didn't go through this this stunt that went wrong. Uh, so I'm just gonna do a quick Cole's notes version of it um, over the edge 99, you know, the night of the death. Uh, he wins the title as the blue blazer, quickly abandons the gimmick. Uh, turning face after attacking his tag partner Jeff Jarrett, uh, who was berating Deborah after a loss to like, let's say, meat. Uh, while you know Owen and Deborah do not get romantically involved, but he sees what he he does what he sees as right. You know, basically the whole blue blazer, drink your milk, eat your vitamins, kind of taking the pot shots at Hulk Hogan. Good, good guy. So throughout the summer, Jared and Owen uh, trade intercontinental titles back and forth. British Bulldog crosses paths with Owen. Uh, Owen and Davey go for the tag titles, but swerve. Bulldog turns heel, and Owen Hart wrestles Davey Boy at Survivor Series. Owen holds the intercontinental title throughout 2000. Huge with Kurt Angle. They have a Mania match which Kurt wins and just imagine the chemistry that these two would have had. They had a dark match, uh, I think about two weeks before Owen died. And I just could imagine being a fly on the wall. So after mania 2000, Owen takes time off. He works sporadic dates, mainly in Canada, uh, goes on international tours, but doesn't have that much of a presence on TV. Uh, so when Austin returns in September, Austin just interrogates the entire roster, and Owen Hart, like everyone else on the roster, remains a suspect. At first, Owen Hart plays it cool, until one Monday Night Raw, Austin's had enough, and holds up the show until he gets an answer. Lights out. A masked man attacks Austin, and hits a reverse pile driver on him on a chair. Yes, right after the fusion surgery fusion surgery say that five times fast but it's safe and it looks more like either a lawler pile driver or maybe like the rikishi pile driver so this person unmasks and it's a one heart he grabs the mic and cuts cuts a really vicious promo about uh you know It's like, oh, no, SummerSlam 97 wasn't an accident. I wanted to end your career, but you came crawling back like the snake that you are. Uh, I tried to finish the job at Survivor Series last year, uh, but you came back again. You stole my moment. I was supposed to beat Sean at WrestleMania 14. I should be the top guy since my brother got screwed out of this damn company. I am the Blackheart. I am the sole survivor of the Hart family. Brett got screwed. And you get handed the top spot. It's my time, Austin. Enough is enough. And it's time for a change. So there's rumor in know that Owen Hart was supposed to kind of be like the game. Have that kind of gimmick. And he kind of does. But Triple H also has that top guy gimmick. So there is a tag match at Survivor Series with Owen Hart and Triple H. Former enemies, former WrestleMania 14 opponents, full circle, take a shot, Nate. It uh, makes take on Steve Austin on The Rock. Owen pins Austin, yes, pins Austin after a sledgehammer shot. And the two become embroiled in a really bloody feud. It goes through the six man hell, the cell, Armageddon. It goes through the Royal Rumble. And it ends at No Way Out when Owen challenges Austin to a retirement match in a steel cage that also puts Austin's ticket to WrestleMania X-7 on the line. Austin wins and the rest is history. So in that reality, Owen Hart would have been the one to run over Stone Cold. However, in grounded in reality with Owen Hart being gone, this is the, actual rewriting of it call this the universe 1.5 i guess so survivors this goes from survivor series to wrestlemania 2000 austin is ran over taken out of the event and like the actual event big show is inserted into the match and wins the title mcmahon immediately begin begins interrogating suspects mainly degeneration x since austin was feuding with triple h at the time and they're, and they're the top heels in the company. Uh, Billy Gunn wasn't on the scene of the crime. Everything is starting to add up. So Vince calls out the entire roster and demands answers. Everyone's in the and all the top guys are in the ring. He gets in The Rock's face and references the fact that The Rock once attempted to kill Austin by throwing him off of a bridge. You know, that amazing dealer. Dearly, my goodness, I can't speak. Dearly, Trailer Park Trash uh, mock funeral speech, which was constantly quoted by my ninth grade class. Uh, Vince alludes to The Rock despising Austin and wishes that he had the top spot on the card. And The Rock cuts him off. Does The Rock hate Austin? You're damn right. But The Rock respects him and wouldn't jump him. In the back like a jabroni. No, no, no. He'd kick that bald-headed candy ass to his face from one end of this ring to the other. What about you, Vince? Since day one-ish, you've been out to get Austin. You never, and a rock means, ever, wanted Stone Cold to win the title. Vince is adamant. Now, Vince walks past the recently debuted Kurt Angle and shakes his head like, nah. He stares at Triple H and immediately eats a pedigree and Triple H gets up and leaves. Later in the show, Vince says that everyone he talked to will be hooked up to a lie detector the following week. They ask questions like, you know, where are you from? Are you married? Uh, which will have an interesting result for Triple H, adding intrigue to a certain upcoming wrestling wedding. Because when do wrestling weddings go wrong? It asks, where were you the night of the accident, etc. And like Mori Povich or any other talk show, the results come back inconclusive. At WrestleMania 2000, or at least in my rebooking of it, if you go back... Into my archives, into I think it was actually my first or second ever podcast. Uh, Triple H loses the title to Mick Foley, who then retires the next night on Raw, vacates the belt, and throughout March and April, we see a non deadly game tournament held to declare the new champion. And like the former deadly game, tournament the rock wins the title in the final and like irl austin appears drops the metal plank on the dx express threatens triple h even though you know we don't know triple h is involved stone cold is like hey i mean i'm blaming you until you're proven innocent uh The Rock wins the title that night, Triple H wins it back at Judgment Day, and The Rock wins it back again at King of the Ring, kind of the same IRL. Kurt Angle, meanwhile, continues his dominance by winning the King of the Ring tournament and targeting the WWE Championship and the three aforementioned stars, Angle, Rock, Triple H. Main event SummerSlam, like IRL, except... Maybe without Kurt Angle getting concussed on the announcer's table after that pedigree slip. Now from September to Survivor Series 2000, the Monday Night Raw season premiere on TNN, the future home of TNA, the future home of TNA Legends champion Mick Foley, who opens the show as The Commish. I lost my spot. There it is. Uh, fully guarantees to get to the bottom of this case. Austin, you know, Nick says it's unacceptable that the results were unconclusive, and he accuses Triple H of tampering with them. How do you tamper with a lie detector? I don't know. I wrote this. <laughs> so Austin comes out like, Nick, I appreciate the fact that you're helping, but sorry, I'm sorry, son of a bitch. I can't do impersonations. Run me over, And now I'm the one that's going to get to the bottom of this. Not you. I'm sorry, Mick. I'm sorry, Steve. But as commissioner of the WWE, it's part of my job. You can't take the law into your own hands. I have footage from that very night. And if you promise not to put your hands on this person until Mo Mercy, I will release it. The footage shows Triple H walking Towards the car park. And then it fades to black. GTV, I guess. Then the car hits Austin. Fades to black. Triple H dicking with the light detector. Fade to black. Uh, this is where I would cue in a, metal- a certain Metallica song. Uh, or Aleister Black. A very young Aleister Black at this point in time. Austin is beside himself in the ring. And before old Foley can utter another word, he eats a stunner and grabs the mic. Triple H, you sorry piece of shit. You took a year of my life. Now we will end your career. I ain't waiting on no mercy. Mick Foley, you can kiss my ass because I want Triple H tonight. I can't do impersonations. And of course, Triple H does not appear. So Steve Austin goes full rampage Backstage. And hops in his truck. While his truck drives off. A limo pulls in with Triple H. Show over. Next night. On Smackdown. Triple H cuts a promo. Vietman lead denying everything. Meg Foley says the proof is right there. And at no mercy. He's facing Austin in a no holds barred match. Anyone who interferes. Is fired. So at Triple. No mercy, Triple H gets beaten within an inch of his life. Kind of like that backstage brawl he went through at Survivor Series. Kind of like the one that Rikishi received right here. You know, just without the fake out with the radicals. So Austin drops Triple H in a car off a forklift like Survivor Series. He is hospitalized and Stephanie is absolutely irate. Oh, and by the way, Kurt Angle wins the title from The Rock, without a McMahon in his corner. Next night on Raw, Kurt is celebrating and out comes Stephanie. She looks somber. She looks upset. She grabs the mic and smirks. Kurt, before you celebrate too much, you might want to see this. We see the same footage that Triple H showed backstage. November, 1999. The camera keeps rolling instead of being faded to black. It pans to a hooded man going into the rental car that hit Austin. It was Kurt. The crowd chants for Austin. Stephanie just glares at him and leaves. He stands in the ring alone. And before anything else can happen, glass shatters but the lights go out. Angle's gone. Stone Cold grabs the mic before he can utter another thing. No chance. Out comes a returning Vince McMahon, the genetic jackhammer. Austin, I know you want revenge on Angle, but I have booked a no-DQ match between you two at Survivor Series for the WWE title. And because I want you both at your best, if you... Hit Kurt Angle before your match. It's canceled. And on top of that, you are out of the Royal Rumble. Boom. Stunner. (coughs) Excuse me. At Survivor Series, Angle and Austin wrestled to a no contest due to Triple H coming in, taking out both men and the referee, probably Earl Hebner. And now, finally, from Armageddon 2000 to No Way Out 2001. Armageddon has the same six-man helm, the cell main event. Of course, without a heel, a heel rikishi. Let's throw in... Mm, let's say Kane or Chris Jericho. The Rock wins back the title amidst this chaos in this crazy, crazy match. Uh, Austin is interviewed... Oh, hang on, I'm getting ahead of myself. I I wrote this all down on my blog, folks. I'm reading it verbatim. So, Austin gets a measure of revenge and hits Angle with about seven chair shots and a stunner before The Rock throws him into the cell, people's elbow, the people's champion once again. The next thing on Raw, Austin is interviewed and says there is unfinished business between him and The Rock. My way or the highway. With Mick Foley out as commissioner, Vince McMahon makes a match at the Royal Rumble. Austin versus Angle. Last man standing. Winner qualifies for the Rumble match. Now, I realize this is kind of overboard, but remember that Steve Austin came out fairly late in the Rumble. Maybe about the latter half, somewhere towards the teens or maybe the 20s. Uh, So... Austin beats Angle within an inch of his life and, of course, goes on to win the Royal Rumble. At the very end of the show, Triple H nails Austin with a sledgehammer. And on Raw the next night, Angle reveals that he was paid off by Triple H. Oh, it was a ruse on Triple H all along, but this is how it got there. It got there a little bit less convoluted. And here we go. This sets up this three stages of hell match, this time Austin wins it, en route to beating The Rock at WrestleMania X7 without the heel turn, without Vince McMahon. Uh, the cell match, aforementioned, is referenced in their build-up. Deborah is not involved. But other than that, it remains the same as IRL. As I said, McMahon is not involved. Now, I thought about doing a... Um, rebooking of WrestleMania X-7, but I wouldn't change that much. Uh, And that is it. That is how I'd be rebooking who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, what's coming up next? Well, eventually by the end of the month, I don't know exactly when, I'll be watching Survivor Series 99 And doing my review of that as well as the movies and shows and whatnot and games that came out in November 99. And this week, actually later today, this is Thursday, November the 7th. I am recording with Nate D.F. and Great for the Game Changer podcast, which you can hear Sundays on Wrestle Addict Radio. We have been nominated for various Wrestle Hub podcast awards, including Duo of the Year, Best Comedy, best newcomer, and myself here. Fretzelmania has been involved. No, not involved. My goodness. Recommended. Nominated. There it is. For most informative. So if you go to the Wrestle Hub on Twitter, you can find that nomination sheet. And please, please vote for us for all those categories. It would mean the world to me. It would mean the world to Nate. It would be awesome to have in my first year of podcasting, by the way, uh, something to show. So that's been it. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Mr. Fretz. You can find me Twitter and Instagram at The Legendary JF. God bless you. I love you. Peace.